Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up, we share something we love that we think you will really enjoy too, and then we discuss a topic that we think is really relevant to a lot of the things that we're thinking about, but might not be actually discussing. If you enjoy this episode and you want to support the podcast, then the best way you can do that is by hitting subscribe and by letting your friends know all about it. If you want to get in touch with us, then all the details are in the show notes. How are you doing? I am doing very well, thank you. We just had um, Tet, which is the Lunar New Year in Vietnam, and the partying and the fireworks have been wild. So it's been a very fun weekend, but I've felt my age because I'm tired. <laughs> I love that. I love that you've been able to like fully celebrate and um, enjoy it. Like That must be such a cool thing to have been in Vietnam for yeah yeah and I just I don't think I even I was aware of like how big of a holiday it is here but yeah so much fun so although they did let off fireworks literally right they just let them off in the street and we were on the rooftop and um yeah 10th floor of a building is is about the level that fireworks explode at so that was terrifying moment but um that honestly that video was absolutely terrifying when I saw it. I was like, that's somewhat cool, somewhat terrifying. And I was like, actually, no, that's just terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And you, you think about, <laughs> imagine someone doing that in London, they'd probably get arrested if they're letting off fireworks in a street, like surrounded by all of these massive buildings and people on rooftops. Yeah. But I hear, it's fine, it's chill. How are you? What have you been up to? I'm good. Um, I've been taking things slow, which we love. Had a really nice day with my friend yesterday. We had like a three-hour lunch. Um, we I didn't eat for that time, but we walked into a restaurant and we knew that like after 4 p.m. it was like 20% off the bill. And so this is like 3 p.m. and we were like, well, we'll probably be here an hour. So that works quite well. We sat down and like they were really busy. So service was a little bit slow, but not in a bad way, just in like they were ha- like, you know, um, we ended up having like a three hour lunch. It was lovely, like to just sit there and chat and catch up. I was like, I don't have enough long lunches in my life. It was just so nice. And obviously we were done by like, what? We were, there we were done by six. It wasn't really a lunch, was it? Like it was like a late afternoon, early dinner. Um, But it was just that like we felt like we'd really, really caught up, really like had some really great conversations. And we're home oh. at a reasonable time. I was like, I'd need to have more of these sorts of lunches love that it also sounds very sophisticated you know like a long lunch yes, very it? We, had, we had our virgin picantes and we had chamomile tea to finish it was Ooh. very civilized very mm. very civilized to say the least um but no just kind of been getting life back on track and being so grateful that it's still light at 5 30 it's light yes. at 5 30 that is I am excited that we're coming back to the UK in spring because although I do love the summer and I do class myself as a summer baby even though my birthday is in early September but do you think spring is my favorite time in the UK because everything is just so green and the days are getting longer and everything's so vibrant and flowers are great I'm so excited to be back for it so yesterday I walked to the gym and I grew up calling them Barney flowers because they're the colour of Barney the dinosaur. Um, what are they actually called? I'm trying to rack my brain on what they're called. Crocuses. The first oh, crocuses yeah. popped their heads up. And I, I sent a photo to my dad's show. I was like, look, it's the first Barney flowers. Um, 
And it just gave me that, like, I love autumn. It's so cozy. Like, I love all of that. But there is something about that rush of hope and joy that you get when you start to see, like, daffodils and crocuses and you smell, like... Yesterday I walked past a load of like trees and there must have been like some sort of bush that had flowers in it. And it was like that whiff of spring flowers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was just like, oh my God, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through the darkness and the rain and all of that. Because every year it feels never ending and then you get to spring and you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, it does get better again. It's fine. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so all in all, pretty good. Do you want to share a recommendation that you've loved this week? Yes, this is a podcast that I've actually been listening to in the gym. It's a podcast series um, by Sue Perkins and Catherine Denkinson, who is an investigative journalist. And it's a six part series called Carrie Jade Does Not Exist. And it's the story about how there's this one woman who basically took, she was six different people she created six different identities and she infiltrated the lives of mostly women but a lot of them were very vulnerable people as well and basically lied her way into gaining trust a lot of them gave her money some of them weren't absolutely awful she even pretended to be a surrogate for a couple who paid for her to be a surrogate and then they obviously all of a sudden like it's heading towards nine months and they're like we need to start making hospital plans and she just ghosted them disappeared ran off with the money um she did actually get caught she was taken to court for that she was let off with a suspended sentence because she had experienced some trauma that was related to childbirth i don't want to ruin it all but she then went straight on to infiltrate other lives a lot of them she was pretending to be like fully qualified psych- like child psychologist she was whoa yeah all of these absolutely incredible I mean you you speak they interview the people who she who she tricked and I mean it is honestly spectacular to be so bold and so convincing and so confident in these personas that you create um she even scammed her way into she won a a literary award that was uh, run by the times yeah absolutely wild um but Every time she would basically get caught up in her own web of lies. And this is how uh, this investigative journalist came about the story. And together, her and Sue Perkins tried to unravel all of the different identities. So there's one identity per episode um, to try and find out where she is now, why she did what she did, what parts of her story were true and what her motivations might have been for her to do what she did. It is so fascinating. And they're only they like sound- 30 episodes each. So they're very, uh, 30 minutes, sorry. 30 minutes each episode. This sounds like the sort of thing me and Alex will listen to on our commute in the morning because our drive to the station is about 30 minutes um, that we do together. And I feel yeah. like you all love this. Yeah, absolutely. I also love Sue Perkins. Yeah, she, she is great. And I actually, that was part of my reason for listening to it because I thought, oh, this is a really interesting, like I love her as a person. This is a really interesting and different angle that, I was, I guess, surprised to see her doing, but she was like, she was great. I really enjoyed it. So yeah, absolutely oh, recommend yeah. giving it a listen. That has reminded me of something that I want to listen to, which is an episode of her ex, I'm going to say, maybe they weren't married, ex-partner, ex-wife's podcast, Anna Richardson. It's like, it, this oh, can't yeah. just be me. 
I've seen a clip circulating on TikTok and on Instagram reels about the two of them talking about their breakup and having like a very amicable, respectful breakup because they are still really, really good friends. Um, but they were together a really, really long time and they touch on how Anna's ex-husband was really kind of accommodating and respectful and like very accepting when Sue and Anna got together. And I just thought, God, it's so rare that you hear that sort of conversation. So I've I've not listened to it, but that has reminded me that I do want to. Um, Yeah. Because I thought it's really kind of giving Red Table vibes or Red Table conversations, whatever Jada Pickett-Smith's. Oh, yeah. But but without like the jadiness of it. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I do. I want to give that a listen, actually. I don't think I've even listened to her podcast, so... No, I haven't. And she's had some really interesting guests. And I keep thinking, I must listen to that. So there we go. There's a bonus recommendation for us all. I'm going to go and get my recommendation because I think I need to show it to you. Ooh, this is exciting. Like, I want to see your reaction to it. And then also you can help me describe it. So give me two seconds. All right, I'm going to okay. get up and go and get it. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Right, so let me get back into bed because why would I record from anywhere other than my bed? Yeah. I love that um, I'm just like, oh, it's better sound if I record from bed. But equally, bed is the best place. So I'm going to turn my camera on for you. I need to see your face for this. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah so, I'm ready. This, I saw it on, I want to say like Anna Newton's Instagram a while ago. And I thought this is the best idea I've ever seen. So it's this little box and it's like an American style fridge. It's probably like, how big would you say that is? Like four or five inches tall? Yeah. It opens like an American fridge. So it opens both sides. Oh. It has all these, little, yeah, it has all these little pockets in it. And I've oh labeled them. So I've got like antihistamines, antacids. I've got Tums in here. Plasters, lactase. Oh this is a real insight into who I am as a person. I Hair honestly pins. thought it, was, it said laxative. I was like, Hun, do we need to have a chat? <laughs> if there's one thing that we don't need, it's that. Um, paracetamol, ibuprofen, like everything in here. It is magnetic. Listen. Oh. And it's the perfect size. So instead of having like a packet of paracetamol and a packet and like a random couple of tums and like hairbands floating at the bottom of your bag, you put it in this one handy container. It's all like airtight, secured. It was like a 10 on Amazon, so I'll link it for everyone. I've got this out when I'm like out in public. Like I got it out yesterday when I went for dinner. My friend was like, I need that now. I got it out at work and all of like the mums in my team were like, oh my God, that would make our lives so much easier. It's one of those things that you don't need. However, it does make your life easier. And I think I think it's next week or the week after in the episode, we're going to talk about habits of like how you remove friction from your life. This mm-hmm so much easier oh my god also it's just really fun to open up i got the beige one because obviously i'm a neutral gal but they comes in all different colors it's like an orange one a pink one a blue one and you can i mean you don't have to use it for this like you could actually if you really wanted to use it for like snacks but it is so handy it's one two three four five six there's seven compartments to it honestly you're talking to someone right now who has a plastic uh ziploc bag in my handbag that's full of tums because 
I just didn't have anything else to decant it into and I can't take the massive like 1000 bottle of Tums. Exactly. This is what I need. Exactly. This is why I thought it was so good because I had the same problem. The smallest like thing of Tums that Beck brought me back from the US is a thousand. Don't get me wrong. That's great. I, I've got a good supply. The berry are the best ones, by the way, if anyone's wondering. Um, but you can't carry that around easily here. Yeah. You can get four full-size Tums in the, the smaller section. You could probably get about 10 or 12 in the big section. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. You know how I was yeah. just saying before we started recording that I, I want to, like, get all those little things for when we get back to the UK, things like a decent shampoo, yes. my subscription deodorants. This is another thing I'm going yeah. to get and send home. Right. Okay. Oh, this is a really shameless little plug. I have a folder on my LTK shop front. I don't know if you use LTK. I feel like you should. I have an account, you... but I don't really know how to use it. Right, okay, we'll have a conversation separately. Because I, I love browsing it because it's basically just shoppable. It's like Instagram, but like fully shoppable inspo. I have a whole okay. collection on it of like wellness and Amazon, like things that make your life easier. I'll send you a link to that. Because oh. there's a lot in there you will like. Like, you know, my charging Amazing. cable that has multiple ends on it so that you only need one cable, but um, you get... Yeah. When I travel, I just take one cable with me. But look, I've got, oh no, I haven't got it right here. Oh, that would have been exciting. But it's got like a lightning cable, a USB-C, a micro USB, all in one place. You can charge Genius. multiple things from one USB socket. So yeah, there we go. Everyone I also put one of those travel plugs on there as well. This is my like travel recommendation. The ones that has four USB slots and a micro USB slot. It, it's a universal adapter. So it's like every plug in the world. And it's just a little block. And that's all we travel with. Like oh my God, I need I can, that. So I can, can plug you, can... in like six devices into this screen plug. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. And it's like, like seven really... or eight quid on Amazon. Dreamy. Okay. But this is my latest Amazon find that I'm absolutely obsessed with. Um, and it has genuinely made my life better. So... Amazon finds on TikTok is my current rabbit rabbit hole. Like, oh, oh, that's my kryptonite. This is why I need a kitchen because I want the stuff there I see so on there. There are many things I'm like, I need that. And I have to have a conversation with myself about the fact that I don't actually, there's no such thing as an Amazon essential. I don't actually need it. But even like, so the other morning I was struggling to get out of bed as in who wants to wake up early? And I was like, right, my problem is I don't want to get my feet cold when I go into the bathroom floor. Sorry if you just heard Alex sneeze. And <laughs> so I ordered some slippers. I was half asleep when I did this. I literally went onto Amazon, ordered slippers. Look at these slippers. They are like a complete Ugg dupe. They look like they've got the same stitching detail. I hadn't realized this when I ordered them. I just wanted like some fluffy slippers. Um, They are so soft. They're memory foam. Sure. I'm not going to lie to you. These are more comfortable than my white company ones. You know, the white company ones I bought with you, the crossy over ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. These mm -hmm. are better than that. And these were like a third I love of the that price. style, but they make the back of my foot cold. I need a fully enclosed shoe. They do a fully enclosed version of these. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. So I just, I'm, but again, Amazon, I'm like, mm, I know we're not meant to support Jeff Bezos, but like some of the products sold on there are really fucking good. <laughs> No, I know. It's even worse when you go to the US as well. They have like... Oh my God, don't. Because I, I end up finding the, I find the US TikTokers ones. I get really excited. I click through and then I can't fucking buy them because they're in the US. I know. Tell me about it. It's really upsetting. Right. 
So I wanted to discuss as well, because we've not discussed Taylor Swift's new album. She launched, she's oh, still launched a brand new yeah. album. How have we not discussed yep. this? Can we do a 30 second chat about that, please? How excited are you? I mean, I'm just so excited. And I was so excited because I saw the announcement and I knew everyone else was asleep. But because I was seven hours ahead, I saw it first because I was awake for the, what was it, Grammys? Grammys? Yeah. Was it Grammys? Yeah. yeah and I was, was like, Grammys. oh my God, I, I need everyone to wake up because I can't share this with anyone yet. I just love, I love that, like, I love all the theories that come out. Like, I wouldn't call mm-hmm. myself like a Swifty Swifty, but I love watching their reactions because I just oh, yeah. think, like, I love it. The fact that it's meant to be like a joke about, Joe Alwyn's really pathetically named, let's be honest, WhatsApp group, the Tortured Men's Club. Club. That gave me the ick so intensely, I can't even explain. It's basically like all, it's the song So Long London that I was like, oh Christ alive, you are not going to be holding it back any punches, are you? And what, um, my, my lover only breaks his favourite toys or something like that. Yeah. 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 But I love him, Daddy. I'm like, oh my God. And people are like analyzing, like, oh, that's a reference to the little mermaid and stuff like that. I'm like, oh God, it's gonna be savage. I love it. And I love the poetic side of it. Like I love that it is gonna be savage savage, but it's also gonna be so poetically done. I'm so excited. I just oh I love that she's doing (sighs) bookmarks for it. I love the whole aesthetic. The only thing is part of me is like I look I give her a lot of passes that I wouldn't give other people in the world however there is a little part of me that's like you know they're kind of like for raw is that the word I'm looking for but it's like the fruit like almost like the fury that will come with this towards Joe because even if you never say any of it's about Joe Alwyn I feel like just people who aren't even Swifties and into all of that will know that these are references to Joe Alwyn. And That's I such a dedicated fan like... base that, yeah, she yeah. will always whip up that, like, animosity just purely from yeah. the suggestion that there's a link. But then the other part of me is, like, it's not like she's not open about the fact she'll write songs about you if she's dated you. So I'm also like, mm. I don't know. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, is it is it that, like, a mob mentality that maybe there's a responsibility not to generate but then I'm like we don't really know what happened do we so maybe he deserves it I don't know but all in all I'm very excited and I'm going to see her after this is released oh my god that's gonna be amazing I uh we have we are with four months to learn all of the lyrics so that will be my challenge over the summer I'll guys. It. you'll have it done in month month one it's fine we are actually getting oh. up at 6 30 tomorrow morning to watch the Super Bowl and um then it got me thinking about I wonder if they broke up what what would the album be like what would the songs be that come out of her dating an NFL star it just feels so left field pun intended sure (laughs) do you know what though I will put I will put this in the show notes because I thought this is a brilliant piece of marketing from Cetaphil who have done an ad for the halftime show and mm. it is all basically, you know, all the shit that's come out of people being like, Taylor Swift's running football. They've basically gone. They found a real life father daughter couple, couple's the wrong word, pair. And they, um, it's about how they've really bonded over football because she loves Taylor Swift. He loves football and it's brought them together. And it's set a full of basically gone like, yeah, you can bring people together. 
and it's so lovely it's so timely it's just gorgeous I'll link it for anyone who wants to watch it but now the Taylor Swift chat is done because I had to get your thoughts on it um this week's topic living intentionally your ideal day I feel like it's one of those things that um is it feels a bit like out there and it's like oh why would I plan my ideal day it's a bit almost like on the urge of like woo-woo manifesty but actually it's a really helpful thing to do if you just take a step back yeah I think I feel like a lot of the terminology around like intentionality and stuff like that just gets a bad rap because people do think Mm -hmm. it's a bit woo-woo but at the end of the day we're talking about designing your life being more intentional about how you spend your time what you want to do like creating the kind of life that you want and I don't I don't think it needs to be big goals or huge changes or anything like that it can be as small as having a positive morning routine or just thinking about what you want your what your would your ideal day look like how do you spend your time who are you spending your time with because Mm. I feel like it's just being a more active participant in your own life rather than just letting life happen to you yeah and I think why shouldn't we be living our ideal life every day I know that there's a huge amount of privilege that comes with that and it's not always a practical thing to do but I think knowing what your ideal day would look like if there were no um, no kind of like restrictions or anything does give you a better idea of like what you actually want and how to go after it. Because I'm sure plenty of people are like, my ideal day would be sitting on a beach in the Maldives not having to work. And it's like, okay, you might not be able to do that every day, but could you look at a job that gives you more financial freedom? Could you look at working? Is it actually the being on the beach or is it the relaxation? Is it the freedom or is it being in a hot climate? Like break it down as to what those parts are because then you can actually go after a lot more of it than I think you think you can. Yeah, I mean, that was exactly what I did when I first started. I was like, God, can I make even having a business work for me? But at the end of the day, I was like, I know that I want to be more flexible. I want to have the flexibility to spend my time how I want to spend my time. That was what I wanted. It wasn't, Mm. oh, it wasn't me necessarily saying I want to spend my time doing xyz but I knew I definitely didn't want to spend all of my time doing the job that I was doing that was just not even making me happy but then I think that's the important thing like we're not talking about intentionality of like we're not saying like this is how to plan your perfect day I think it's just about being more purposeful about what you do with your day that's what we're saying and knowing what it is that is ideal for you rather than like what everyone else tells you because I think if you go on the internet and you look at like ideal days it's get up at 6am and you do a Pilates workout and you have your green juice and then you go and do like some very efficient work that makes you a huge amount of money for a very short period of working and then you and like it's very formulaic and very specific to a certain kind of person and set of priorities but if you can take the time to actually reflect on what you want like my ideal day is not me getting up at 5am even if I was a morning person, it's not getting up at 5 a.m. It's not having an ice bath. The internet might tell me that my ideal day would be having an ice bath because it would set my nervous system up or whatever. Life's hard enough. I don't want to get in a fucking bath of ice first thing in the morning. Like, but unless you like actually, unless you actually sit down and think about that, it's so easy to sit there and go, yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing if I got up at 5 a.m. and I was part of the 5 a.m. club and then I went for a run and then I got an ice bath. Like, it's so easy to get whipped up in what's good for everyone else. And I think as soon as you can 
break down what's actually good for you, you can start living with more intentionality. I mean, even if you break that down, if, if you do think, oh, you want to get up at 5 a.m. and do whatever, do you want to get up at 5 a.m.? Maybe you're a like morning person and you absolutely definitely do want to get up at 5 a.m. and that works yeah. for you and that's great. Or is it that you just want some free time to yourself to do what you yeah. want? In which case, is it better to do that in the morning or is there a time that you can do that in the evening? Is it to do with maybe having more boundaries about, I don't know, time you're spending with people who aren't really positive influence on you or like the amount of time you spend at work something like that I think I saw a really good post from do you follow this girl talks money yes that is one of the best Instagram accounts I love her and she shared a post this week that's like bare money I think she shares one every week but this week it was um a woman had submitted one and she was like me and my partner each month I take myself to get my nails done and for a solo dinner or solo lunch and he takes himself to the cinema and for a solo lunch she's like this has now become non-negotiable because we realized we needed time apart we needed independence time we needed self-care time and it's now a non-negotiable that we both spend money on each month and I think things like that like that's someone who recognized that they needed time on their own to treat themselves to have the self-care time whatever it might be they've integrated that into their life like that that's as like it could be that simple of just thinking yeah. about those things that would really make a small difference to making you feel happier and I think as soon as you start doing that it's like so many things that you you start to prove to yourself it's possible to live a life that feels really great for you mm-hmm. and is close to where you want to be and then it makes it a lot easier to think okay maybe in the long term I don't live in a city I live in a countryside or maybe I don't live in the UK or maybe I run a marathon or whatever it is like it's far easier to actually see yourself being able to do those things I think we're the kind of um what's the word I'm looking for very heteronormative setup of like and that nuclear setup of like get married have two kids get a like Mm. medium-sized nice house work in a middle management job that's fine to do those things if that is fulfilling for you and like you're enjoying it but if that's not right for you and you don't feel a connection to that it's quite Uh hard to identify what it is that you do feel a connection to and I think it's getting easier like I think social media has made it easier to look at like alternative lifestyles I was thinking the other day like when like if as our group of friends we have kids there will be so many more examples for them of like different careers that like oh yeah like compare your career to Alex's career like mm-hmm. our group of kids will have so many different examples yeah. that I think it will become easier but the starting point has got to be you working it out and like I said it can be as little as going my ideal day involves exercising you might not be able to do like a whole full workout every day but you could get a little bit of movement in even if it's stretching for 10 minutes before bed it's like mm-hmm. those tiny little bits and I think that's a really good point about I guess not following what is the very like prescribed route in mm. life but then also I guess it ties into if you do 10 minutes of stretching I feel like being intentional with your life is it does take discipline because it's not yeah it is easier to just kind of sit back and like let life wash over you like go with the flow it's comfortable like maybe you you're, you're comfortable in your job you're comfortable with the routine that you have but it doesn't necessarily mean that you have intentionality and I do think it it, it does take a lot of discipline to 
I guess, have that more critical eye on whether your day is your ideal day or whether you are spending your time in a way that that feels intentional and feels conscious and feels like it's building momentum towards yeah. whatever your your goals are. I definitely I don't think it's easy, but I think that's why starting with those smaller things like an ideal day is a really good place to start. On your point as well about like being comfortable, I don't think that's a bad thing if you feel happy and fulfilled. Oh, yeah. But if you're if you're kind of feeling right now like a little bit stagnant or a little bit stifled, my therapist um described it as needing repotting she's like you know when you have a plant that reaches I a love point that. where like it's it fine grow anymore. It will survive, but it, it needs repotting I just thought that was such a perfect way to describe it That's probably amazing. why she's the professional therapist and I'm not um but it is that feeling if that's how you're feeling I think doing something like this is a really great way to kind of identify where your next step is and I took it a step further a couple, like a little while ago. And I went out, bought myself a really nice coffee and a bougie coffee shop. And I sat down and I did this as a list. And even though my life has not drastically changed and suddenly I've not thrown everything I know out the window, I know on that like micro level or macro, yeah. no, micro level, um, that I can, I can do those little things every day that make me feel like I'm living a life that's more aligned to me. And doing it slowly and that's basically what I think we all deserve like why I just keep going back to that thing of but why shouldn't we have joy why shouldn't we be happy we don't Mm -hmm. have to suffer in life and see there's a large spectrum of how we define suffering but equally like there's a large way to define joy and I just think we should be going after that more yeah I think I mean we we said this is this is probably going to be something that we discuss more in the future but why shouldn't you spend your time or pursue hobbies or do something just for the pure enjoyment like just because you're an adult and you have responsibilities and important things to do and obviously like money to earn jobs to do whatever it is but why can't you integrate something into your life that is just there for the pure enjoyment of it like that can be intentionality in your life as well right that's the thing like I when I tell people about the podcast one of the first questions I get asked now it wasn't when we started it but now it's like oh my god you make tons of money from it and I'm like okay rude b i'm like what no it's a hobby it's something fun like that's not the goal like we want to keep the lights on but it's not a million dollar business venture because that's not the point like what we want is that community feel and to be able to share things and have these conversations and that's always been the priority for people to then go and do it as an assumption of because of the culture we're in if you're doing anything else outside your job it must be a million dollar business it just isn't I don't know. I, I just think we've lost, we've lost the meaning. <laughs> Sounds a bit deep, but you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, no, no, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's like, that's what designing your life is, creating your life. It, it, you have the ability to make those decisions about what you want to have yeah. in your life or what you don't want to have in your life. And why shouldn't you have something for you to enjoy? Yeah. Why shouldn't you have joy? Oh, I thought that's a nice little place to end it this week. Mm-hmm. It is. I feel very like motivated to go and find joy <laughs> on this sunny Sunday morning. Oh, I love it. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this too. Maybe it's inspired you to go seek out some more joy. If you want to support the podcast, like we said at the start, hit subscribe. We have some very exciting things coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be celebrating our 200th episode at the end of March. And we are working on some really cool things for that. So don't forget to hit follow, subscribe, tell your friends um so that you're up to date ahead of that 
in the meantime have a great week and we will be back next week with a new episode bye bye